This is Our People and Mother Earth on KWSO. Salmon Camp is returning after a couple of years off because of the pandemic. Jeremy Fivecrows is the Communications Director for the Columbia River Intertribal Fish Commission and a member of the Nez Perce Tribe. He gives us an introduction to Salmon Camp. Cryptic has held Salmon Camp actually since 2010. Uh, but actually prior to that, uh, the OMSI the, held a salmon camp, and I think it was back in like the maybe late 80s, early 90s, uh, to just to kind of get tribal youth connected to science education about the environment and biology and uh, ecology and whatnot. Uh, so that was the inspiration for the establishment of Critfix Salmon Camp uh, when we got a grant back in 2010 to bring that back. But because we were, as a tribal organization, wanting to include and incorporate a lot more cultural elements to it. So we wanted to continue the science education and ecology and nature studies, but to show how that fit into tribal culture and to educate kids about kind of like that the cultural connection to our natural resources. That was kind of the inspiration of this new version of Salmon Camp. And it's only for middle school kids that are incoming sixth to eighth grade. And they, and we take only, um, it's five kids from each of the four member tribes and uh, and then the the camp rotates, uh, the host rotates among the four tribes as well. So in 2010, the, the very first host was the Warm Springs tribe. And it wasn't actually, that year it wasn't located on the reservation. It was at the OMSI Hancock Field Station, which is out in the John Day watershed, but it's, you know, within Warm Springs territory. And so... That was the first year we had a lot of um, Warm Springs Fisheries staff come out giving presentations, and the kids did some field studies out in areas closer to the reservation and whatnot, and and really just kind of exposed them not only to a lot of this um, kind of the science, but also let them have the opportunity to see professional tribal members doing this work. I mean, here some of them may not have known that tribal members were were more, uh, they, they did a, a lot more role of some of the, the biologists, um, some of the fisheries managers, of just to kind of let them learn what they need to do to consider maybe having that as a career, a natural resources career, and, you know, that they could be any any position in this kind of the tribal government to kind of see examples of uh, tribal professionals there. Generally, what it entails is people will will have lots of um, cultural presenters. We have elders come in. They talk about maybe the first foods. Uh, tribal biologists come and talk about maybe how they do research in the streams. Some some of the times, kids have gone and done the net surveys to see, you know, how many baby salmon there are or how many insects that they can pull up as like what and how what that means in terms of salmon food. Or there's also like archaeological tours that we've done as well as the conclusion of every salmon camp 
is a as a traditional feast and so they kind of get bring home the point of that's the purpose of learning about all of these things and how to how do we help them how do we protect them how do we restore them is bringing it back to the reason why they they're so important is they're such an integral part of our culture of our traditions um you know they're the they're the first foods that they're going to be the future protectors of the first one at Warm Springs was at the Hancock Field Station, from which is really an OMSI and the John Day Basin. The next time that the Warm Springs hosted it, it was at the Hehe Long House. And this year is also Warm Springs is hosting it at Camp Namanu, which is on the upswell of, the, of Mount Hood. Uh, so kind of within the, the um, Warm Springs traditional area, but not on the reservation, close enough proximity to a lot of the work that the Warm Springs tribe is doing and their fisheries programs and some of the land management. And also with plenty of Warm Springs employees that we're trying to help get out to give presentations to the kids there. Cam Namana was picked uh, because, one, it was really difficult for a lot of the infrastructure and planning with the pandemic, getting together a lot of the materials for other locations that would be used in the past. The other benefit of this year's uh, being up there is it's only um, a few miles away from the uh, Portland Water Bureau's, uh, the Bull Run Protected Watershed, where all of Portland's drinking water is from. And so we've been in talks with the Portland Water Bureau to give some, uh, potentially get the, the kids into that protected area to, so they can learn not only about like a healthy watershed and where this, this water and how that impacts, um, you know, people's drinking water, but also to uh, expose them to other aspects of natural resources protection, like, like just providing water from like drinking water systems, uh, particularly, um, you know, as that's, as a future of, of um, you know, tribal youth that might not be interested in being a biologist, but seeing other career opportunities such as that, like being water engineers or whatnot. Five Crows talks about other places Salmon Camp has been held and other experiences students have had. So we try to pick a camp on the reservation or within their seeds lands. And so as it rotates among each of the tribes, that's where the whole camp will be and all of the kids will be uh, transported to that location. The most recent one that we've held was hosted by the Nez Perce. And so all five uh, selected students from each of the tribes all traveled to Lapway. It was a camp right outside of Lapway. And so they got to learn you know, about a lot of Nez Perce culture and traditions there. That's part of the benefit, I think, of the, the program is that it's really creating also a lot of intertribal connections uh, where kids can learn. If if they're not from the host tribe, they're, they, they get to learn about the kind of the subtle differences between the different tribes and then kind of build friendships between each other in that way. And and it was kind of interesting. We, we got a lot of comments from for example, the Nez Perce at the, the the first foods feast at the end for the salmon camp over there, a lot of the kids commented that weren't Nez Perce had commented that that was the, the first time that they tasted moose meat. 
and so it like, kind of gives them an opportunity to like see like subtle differences or maybe the, the a different kind of dance or a different order that's used and so they kind of get go away with a kind of a broader kind of understanding of the kind of how the spectrum of the plateau culture in areas throughout the Columbia Basin. The heart of this program is, you know, obviously the, the kids, but it's kind of what we're we're trying to do, and I think all of the member tribes are trying to do as well, is really help interest kids in natural resource careers, because there's going to be such a need for them in the future living in climate-changed world. What's that going to mean? And we're going to really be counting on the upcoming generation to to be able to be prepared to do this work and kind of hit the ground running. And so as they learn about that, learn it's within reach uh, that being thinking about how do, how do I go to college to do this? How do I kind of close this achievement gap that Native youth often suffer from? That we kind of close that and that we can really foster that interest, but do it in a culturally appropriate way that they can, they don't lose sight of that, how everything is connected back to our culture. That's what we kind of hope doing our part to help not only build tomorrow, the workforce of tomorrow, but also to make sure that we're protecting the environment for future generations. Certainly, there's a lot of salmon, but uh, in in times past, we have done uh, special things with Pacific lamprey, visiting lamprey uh, restoration projects. A couple years ago, when it was hosted by the Nez Perce, they went to the Nez Perce Tribal Hatchery, and they actually got to interact with the lamprey that were being held overwintered there and learn about that program. And they've learned about like invasive fish species, how to identify them. Uh, one of them, they were able to bring in some invasive, I think they were bass, and do dissections where they opened up the bellies and they, they, they did counts of like how many salmon smolts were in the belly of these invasive species. So they kind of learn about a lot of interactions and not just salmon. He talks about what campers can expect and what kinds of students they've had in the past. We, we try to do is make it really fun for the kids. There's lot, I mean, you're camping in, in a camp where there's lots of like kind of play activities and opportunities, but uh, also just being out in nature and learning from tribal fisheries staff and other like biologists. It's interesting work. I sometimes... You know, people, they might not be sure what a biologist does, but when they're out netting, seeing how many insects they can get out of a creek bed or they're trying out a drone, there's lots of things that that entails about this, the work of, of protection and restor- restoration of uh, natural resources. And so it gives kids the, the kind of the t- these interesting tastes of what that work means and what it does. I mean, some sometimes it's been fish dissections uh, to see what's, you know, like I said, what's, what was in the belly of a bass. Or, um, But other times there have been cultural presenters that show, well, how do you got a lamprey? And so they learn these interesting combinations of, of skills that go not only with the culture, but also with the science. And so just lots of fun and um, and interest what we is what we hope. And then they just build a lot of 
good friendships from kids from other reservations and hopefully build like long-term friendships between each other. In the past, we've had lots of kind of more sports kids than sciencey kids uh, that attend. And generally, the, the kinds of activities we tr- try to do are very engaging. I mean, even if you're super into just baseball, but when you go into a salmon hatchery and you, you're helping sort salmon, for example, anyone's going to be kind of interested in that just because it's kind of just a, an interesting process. Uh, and then also, there's during the downtimes during camps, there's always pickup games and activities that are going on to kind of get some of the, their sports fill as well. They're not just doing science education the whole time. This year's salmon camp it will be August 22nd through 26th, so it's five days, four nights, and the applications are due on June 17th. If you go to the CRITFIC website, org slash salmon camp, you can learn more about the program. There's a description of it. It, go, it gives a kind of a play-by-play of one of the past salmon camps of like what happens on uh, on day one. This is what they did and here's some of the topics they covered in day two. And so to kind of give you an idea as well as uh, get an online application or download a, a paper application. So this is open to all of the four cryptic member tribes and the, 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 which are the Warm Springs, the Umatilla, the Yakima and the Nez Perce, so the four tribes with treaty fishing rights in the Columbia River. And so it's open to middle school kids that are going to be coming into sixth grade through eighth grade. It's open to non-enrolled descendants as well. We'll probably ask the kind of the enrolled status of the parent or of, or the grandparent of what tribe they're descended from, but they're all considered in the selection process. There's an application form, you know, that's just basic information, you know, name and tribal, you know, health records and whatnot. But there's also there's a few essay questions, and that's really how the decision is made of the selection process. Some of the essay questions are like, what, why are you interested in participating in salmon camp? Describe your favorite classes or hobbies. And then the last one is, how is your culture and heritage a part of your connection to nature and particularly salmon? So that kind of gives a snapshot of kind of who the students are and, um, and kind of gives them an opportunity to really explain why they'd like to go to salmon camp and also what to kind of expect out of what what they'd get out of it. That's open for those students. And then we also select a few what we call junior counselors. So we have like adult counselors that are overseeing the kids, but we also have a junior counselor program for high school kids. So that's open for people that are incoming ninth grade through high school graduates who graduated this year to be kind of counselors in training. They get to experience the whole salmon camp experience as well because they're doing it along with the kids. But then they also have some added responsibilities for just learning leadership skills and mentoring and whatnot, some of the the other kids. The junior counselor program just started at the last salmon camp. We we first did that in um, at Nez Perce, and it was really well received. The students that participated in that, got a lot out of that, and so we've continued that on. Both 
salmon camp participants as well as the junior counselors are given a stipend for their participation. Camp itself is free, and in fact, upon successful completion, they all get a stipend. Some of the responsibilities, that the expectations that the campers have is that they learn, they, they have a big poster presentation that they work on throughout the camp where they maybe keep a journal of what they've learned in that day or draw you know, with art uh, some of the messages, kind of overall uh, what they've learned at the camp. And then they, um, after the camp, you know, a month or two after the camp, they, we, we hold a, a kind of a parents meeting at each of the reservations. And so the participant can bring their parents and their family or anyone else who's interested, and they'll share to their community what they learned at salmon camp and go, go over their poster with them, kind of have a little celebration for their completing it. That was Jeremy Five Crows from the Columbia River Intertribal Fish Commission, otherwise known as Critfic. I'm Duncan Bruno, reporting for Our People and Mother Earth on your community radio station, 91.9 FM, KWSO.